Hey everyone, it's Cassie. And this is Chrissy. And this is Did You Catch That with Cassie and Chrissy. So on Wednesday, Myers Leonard, center for the Miami Heat, was suspended for a week from all heat facilities and activities, and he was fined $50,000 for using an anti-Semitic slur on a video live stream on Monday. I'm like, um, I'm really like grossed out, which is why I took that pause, because I'm looking at the slur that he used. We're obviously not going to use it on this podcast. It shouldn't be used at all. Like, I didn't even type it out. I put, like, the dashes after the first letter. But even just, it's just so gross. Like, he said on the live stream, um, you effing K-word, B-word. The K-word is the slur. We're not going to say it. You can look it up if you want to. But it is a very very degrading word to the Jewish community. Yeah, it's um we were talking about this um before when I first heard the news like I saw it all over Twitter. I didn't even know like that word. Like I wasn't even aware of that slur and then obviously I read the comments and I found out and I was speechless. We were me and Chrissy were talking about this how it's one of those words that like it's not like a common slur which is even so bad to say but like you have to know to know it if that makes sense like Mm -hmm. people around him have used it before um to even like let that word come out of your mouth like that and he paused before saying it like it's one of those things yes he paused before saying it. like it's like he processed it and then he proceeded to say it it's like one of those things where like you're blatantly being anti-semitic and like that's not new like that's what either you participate in that talk or like you're around it. Right. Like the there was a pause, but it wasn't that long. So when I was watching that clip, I'm like, it only took you a few seconds to come up with that word. Like of all the insults, that's the one you chose and it just rolled off his tongue. Like he just said it with conviction. Yes. And even though you're saying it like I have literally have not heard that term. Like, I've not heard that slur being used. And the way he said it, like, this man uses it. That's that's what's blowing my mind. Right. I'm like, this is definitely something, this is definitely a word that it comes off as if it's a part of your vocabulary around those that you're most comfortable with. Exactly. It's like when... Uh, someone who's not black says the n-word so easily even if it's right. just in a song exactly if it just flows off their tongue so naturally it's like they're saying it like you know they're saying it whether you're around or you're not around like at the end of the day that's just that's it like there's no argument about it and it's kind of like the way he said that almost <laughs> right um i do want to point out that 50k is the maximum fine that they could have given him for this behavior. And he is going to have to attend a cultural diversity program that's supposed to teach you about racial sensitivity and all that stuff. It's like, you know, you know, the whole 
the rundown these days. I swear it's like every other day someone gets caught just being ignorant and there's just no excuse for it anymore. If there was one thing that everybody was supposed to do in 2020, it was to educate yourself. Why? I, I, I can't get past the word. I can't get past it. Like that is wild. Chrissy, I'm literally sitting here right now thinking about it. Like I, I can't either. Like it's, it's not even a word you hear. Not that that would even make it better. But, like, I'm telling you, when I found this out, I had to, like, look into it. I was just like, what's, like, I didn't, wasn't even aware. Like, this, it's mind-blowing. Like, that's, like, it's a shock to me. Like, I literally don't even have words. I'm just like, what? Like, It's a new low. Yeah, like, I don't even like, know what to say. Like, and what is, tra- okay, they have to do the training, but, like, at the end of the day, like, like, not that, what is that going to do? I mean, he'll never do this again. He'll learn from it because of the backlash, you know? Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I saw 50000 too. But I was like, oh, that's low. But I didn't know that was the maximum. He could be fined. Yeah, because it seems low, right? But they can't um, yeah, fine I him. Yeah, I saw that. I was like 50000 like, especially for, like, an athlete. But yeah, I mean, if that was the maximum, then good, but. He also won't be losing any pay since he was already out from games for his shoulder injury. Um, he still has to get paid, so he's not going to be losing any pay from future games. That's just embarrassing. <laughs> like, that's so embarrassing. If I was him, oh my god, I would not want to show my face ever again. Honestly, that's how that's how disturbing this all is. Um, there were a few statements that were released. I'll start with Miami Heat's statement. The Miami Heat vehemently, <laughs> is that how you pronounce that word? Vehemently? I don't use that word what often. Is, I don't know if I said it right. Uh, V-E-H-E-M-E-N-T-L-Y. Vehemently? Vehemently? Oh, girl, you're asking the wrong girl. Um, I think that's how it is. I've heard the word before, but I don't use it regularly to know. Yeah. But that's just what we'll, that's what we'll say. Um, The Miami Heat vehemently condemns the use of any form of hate speech. The words used by Myers Leonard were wrong, and we will not tolerate hateful language from anyone associated with our franchise. To hear it from a Miami Heat player is especially disappointing and hurtful to all those who work here, as well as the larger South Florida, Miami Heat, and NBA communities. Myers Leonard will be away from the team indefinitely. The Miami Heat will cooperate with the NBA while it conducts its investigation. No, okay. I'll, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry, what were you saying? It's prena- I know how to pronounce it. I searched it. Did I say it right? Um, vehemently. Vehemently? Vehemently. All right, that's our homework to figure out how to pronounce that word. Yeah, it's we're like journalism v- majors. That's ridiculous. Okay, but I've literally never, what is this? I don't even know what this word means. <laughs> I'm, literally, I'm literally about to have a master's in journalism. They're gonna take my. They're gonna take my degree away. <laughs> it's via month, so via monthly. Next time, next time we use that word, we'll we'll have it right, you guys. I promise. I've never even heard of that, but um, I understood the rest of it. Uh, I mean, I feel like it's a pretty generic statement. It was like kind of like a fill in the blank statement. Nothing too personal. Um. Yeah. I I like their um. But it was quick. It was a good response. It was a quick right. response. 
exactly i like how how urgent they were with putting out a statement that's important because their owner is jewish first of all the commissioner adam silver is jewish and their owner mickey arison is a jewish man yeah that's what i was gonna say next um i think a lot of times like because there aren't that many jewish players um so i was like are players going to speak out against it, you know? Because there aren't that many Jewish players, which they still should. And then I remember I was looking, and yeah, Adam Silver and uh, the owner are... What? Imagine? Oh my God, I just... It's very shameful, but Myers released a statement as well. And this is what we really have to dive into. Mm -hmm. Oh, I saw, yes. You should read his. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he said, I'm deeply sorry for using an anti-Semitic slur during a live stream yesterday. While I didn't know what the word meant at the time, my ignorance about its history and how offensive it is to the Jewish community is absolutely not an excuse, and I was just wrong. I am now more aware of its meaning, and I'm committed to properly seeking out people who can educate me about this type of hate and how we can fight it. I acknowledge and own my mistake, and there's no running from something like that that is so hurtful to someone else. That is not a proper representation of who I am and want to apologize to the Arisons, my teammates, coaches, front office, and everyone associated with the Miami Heat organization, to my family, to our loyal fans, and to others in the Jewish community who I have hurt. I promise to do better and know that my future actions will be more powerful than my use of this word. Um, okay. Good job releasing an apology. That's what you're supposed to do. However... I'm not buying that you didn't know what the word meant. I'm not buying it because you knew enough to know how to use it as an insult. Yeah, when yeah, I agree with you. Um, yeah, I mean, he released a statement. He needed to do that. But the first part, he was just like, if you're using that word, you know what it means kind of thing. Like, it's not a word you hear. You literally never hear that word. He literally knew exactly what that word meant. He, at least he issued an apology, but he should have been like, listen, like, I don't even know what to call that. A poor lapse in judgment. That's, it's, it's worse than a poor lapse in judgment. Like, I don't even know what to call that, but he knew, he's like, you know what that word means. Like, you, you don't just know enough. Because it's like, you, how can you, it was poorly worded. If you were, you could have just said you didn't understand um, how harmful the word was and left it at that. But don't say, don't make it seem like you were completely oblivious to the context of that word if you knew how to use it as an insult. And you thought about it before you said it. And that's why it's like, it comes off as you're insulting people's intelligence right now. And I don't like that. If you're going to be sorry, just be sorry. Don't give an excuse as to, you know, you didn't understand and this, that, and a third. Just be sorry. Yeah, there's no excuse. And you're sorry. Like, he literally used it as an insult. Like, he was trying to insult the other person. And that's the word that came out of his mouth. I don't know. This just, it, it doesn't, like, sit right with me at all. Like, it's gross. Yeah, there's no other context of that word but to be degrading. There's no other context at all. And it's not even, like, I keep saying this, but it's like, when do you hear that word? Like, you have to know it to use that word. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, he's heard it from somewhere. 
and for that to even come out of your mouth, I'm sorry, I just can't wrap my head around this. And oh my god, like I'm embarrassed for him. Do you know what I mean? Like I can't explain it. Because it was just like when I watched the clip, I was like, "Whoa, that's different." Like I, yes, the way it came out, very very different. Yes, it was like when I watched it, I was like, "Okay, calm down." Like you're literally playing video games. That too, like it's just a video game. But I know Max Kellerman spoke on this, and Max Kellerman is also Jewish, and he said that he had a lot of questions for Myers, but that in general he wasn't offended personally because he didn't think that Myers meant it in an anti-Semitic manner, but rather just as an insult, which I understand where he's coming from with that statement because that's I'm. I mean, I don't know. I'm not in Meyer's head, so I don't know how he meant to come off with that. But I understood where Max was coming from. However, I think with statements like his, um, just you should be more specific. Like, I think he should have stressed that he is just speaking for himself, not the entire Jewish community, because we don't know how everyone in the Jewish community felt about Meyer's comment. And when you have such a large platform you just got to be careful it's like when a white person or anyone that's not black like you just said before gets caught using the n-word which is like every other day and some public figure who happens to be black pulls the well I don't feel any way about it card like that's fine you have every right to feel the way you want to feel but be careful because you're not the spokesperson for everyone in your demographic. So when you say things like that, you have every right to, you know, make that clear, but just make it more clear that you're only speaking for yourself and you're just giving your perspective. And I'm sure that's exactly what Max meant. Like, I'm sure that's how he meant to come off, but it was just something that I noticed when he was, um, when he was speaking on it. Yeah. That's the thing. Um, Because, Obviously, like, no one knows how he meant it because, like, you know, like, we are not him. But the thing with that is even if he didn't mean it to be, like, derogatory, like, towards being Jewish, for example, like, he still... That's what I can't wrap my head around is that he still knew the word. And, like, he chose to use the word. And even if he didn't mean it in that way, like, that word is still in his vocabulary. And there's, like, there's... Also, he's bringing, not that he's bringing life to the word, but now he drew attention to this word. And there are, like, a-holes out there who are going to read this news and start using the word. Like, unfortunately, little kids who, like, like the NBA or whatever the case may be. You know what I mean? Like, he's bringing attention and, like, life to the word. So, although, um, yeah, like, Max Kellerman probably didn't take offense to it because of that. But at the end of the day, like, he knew what this word was. He used this word. This was not the, well, I'm not going to say it's not the first time him using the word, but, like, He's definitely heard this word before. Um, and there's a, the Jewish community, especially, there's a lot of uh, anti-Semitic like, hate crimes happening. And he's not the only Jewish person. And now it's just giving life to the word. And now a whole lot of more, more people found out what this word meant and are probably going to use it. Right. So that, that's another reason why you can't say you didn't understand what the word meant because this was not your first time using it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. Because it's just lie. not one of those words. It's really not. Like... It's not one of those words like I I can tell you right now I've never heard this word might have heard it once if I was watching like an old movie but I don't even think so like I literally was like what is this word 
I had to read through tweets. Like I had to do my own research to found out, find out. Um, it's just not a word people know unless they know. Right. And we were actually discussing this before we started recording. Usually like if you see that word or you hear it on TV or somewhere, it's usually associated with people who identify as white supremacists or Nazis Mm -hmm. or just like, um, hate groups. Like this is such a nasty word. And even like back to what I was saying about Max, like I'm not Jewish. Cassandra's not Jewish either. Like we, the same way I was saying, like he can't speak for everyone. Like it's not even our place to say if, if, or when someone in the Jewish community can be offended. Like I'm not saying like everyone should be up in arms. Like I was just saying that like, it's a personal um, experience, I guess, about how you feel about that word. But I think it's a general understanding that this is a harmful term to use. And of all the insults, this one, outside of just being gross, it was completely unnecessary. Unnecessary and shocking. Very, yeah. I just... like, again, I'm just like, how do you even, I don't know, I'm embarrassed for him. If I, like, like I said, if I was him, like, I don't know. And I wonder what people around him are saying, like his friends and stuff. Well, if you remember back um, in the bubble, he was the only player that didn't kneel in solidarity, solidarity with his teammates and coaching staff during the national anthem. Um, and he did say it was because of his own personal reasons, you know, patriotism and his family, et cetera. You're but lying. That he was, I did not know this. Yeah. And, but that he was, he stressed that he, um, he supports the movement, but it was just his personal preference not to kneel and his team supported him fully. They backed him up, whatever. And right. You, it is your choice whether you want to kneel or not. And they supported him. This though I don't, there's no excuse for it. Like, I don't, I don't think there's any room for, um, like, support. <laughs> I mean, you can support him as, as a loved one, like, you know, educate him, etc. But there's no excuse for it, like, at all. I um, wish you could see my face right now. Yeah, like, this, this is just not. I didn't know about the, the kneeling same. thing. Oh my gosh. This on what? Yeah, like even um the coach, like no one there's anyone that's spoken out about it. No one has has come to his defense. If anything, I've seen like Julian Edelman such a nice guy he wrote an open letter to Myers but it wasn't he wasn't bashing him he wasn't calling for the media to cancel him or anything he was just kind of he had the same approach that he did when Deshaun Jackson was under fire for anti-semitic comments last year we're like you know just wanting to educate him I'll read that too so Julian said um So we've never met. I hope we can one day soon. 
I'm sure you've been getting lots of criticism for what you said. Not trying to add to that. I just want to offer some perspective. I get the sense that you didn't use that word out of hate, more out of ignorance. Most likely you weren't trying to hurt anyone or even profile Jews in your comment. That's what makes it so destructive. When someone intends to be hateful, it's usually met with great resistance. Casual ignorance is harder to combat and has greater reach, especially when you command great influence. Hate is like a virus. Even accidentally, it can rapidly spread. I'm down in Miami fairly often. Let's do a Shabbat dinner with some friends. I'll show you a fun time. J.E. That directly correlates to what you were saying before about like people watch him. Kids tune in to these like video game live streams. Like you, you have an influence. You have to be careful. So what did he say? It was um, casual ignorance. That is a lot more harmful. Yeah, I think that was perfectly said by Julian Edelman, and everything he said was right. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, so many kids are going to be watching, and they're going to use it now, unfortunately. Like, when they're playing with their friends. Like, that is Unless just so they're, horrible. Like, someone hears them and like, what the hell did you say? My parents would kick me out of the house. Because it's gross. It's just a mm-hmm. poor... And my parents would be like, I didn't raise you like that. That's why that's why I'm just curious to see like like I don't know what people around him are saying like personally, but we'll never know that. But this is just yeah, it's gross is all the word. It's just ugh. It gives me like like the chills in a bad way. It's really, really nasty. And I, I do hope that um the cultural diversity program does what it's supposed to do because this is completely unacceptable um like i said i'm not one to tell anybody what to be offended by but again i think generally speaking we can understand that this is an unacceptable term and julian edelman's letter was worded perfectly like Mm -hmm. this casual ignorance it's just not gonna fly anymore we're in 2021 after everything that's been going on the past year we as a whole need to do better And I also like how um, there's no rush to cancel, even though I I think he's so, so, so wrong for that word. Maybe we do have to take a different approach from canceling people and giving them a chance to learn. I'll take his word that, you know, he's going to try to be better and educate himself and all I can do is just hope that he really does that. And because this, we, I don't want to hear that word ever again, especially from someone in the public. Yeah, no. Like, that was like one of the first and last times. He's going to have to really be on his P's and Q's. And also, and I think, like, you'd think people would have. I know you just said would have learned by now. Right. But, like, especially, like, it's not like it was an old video that resurfaced. Like, he literally said these words last week. Like, you think people would have learned by now? Like, just with everything going on? Like, I don't know. It's just crazy to me. Right. Like, it's I don't know. Like, it's mind-blowing. Like, ugh. It's very, very hard to grasp. Like, it is, how it is. are we still 
dealing with this. And it's not, I know, like, I'm sure there's been conversations um, about, like, the comparison between this word and the N-word. And yes and no, because it's the same way that that NASCAR driver got caught using the N-word. That was horrific. Like, get out of here. No, no, no. We're not doing that. But I think with the N-word, we as a Black community have reclaimed it and made it our own but that's for us so that's why it's like when we use it in our music in our art however um that's for us I don't maybe maybe I missed something but I don't know anybody in the Jewish community that uses the k-word for fun or I, I haven't heard anything or learned anything about them reclaiming that word changing the meaning, using it a part of their everyday vocabulary. And even if they did, even if they did, that is for them. That's not for us. Uh, exactly. I mean, you literally hit the nail on the head. Like, that's exactly the point. That's why it's like, that's why I think it's so mind-blowing. And I think it's a word that you don't hear. Mm-hmm. And that's why everyone was like, wait, what? Like, taken aback? Like, when was he exposed to this word kind of thing? Exactly. It makes you think, right? Mm-hmm. Like, who was using this word around you? Yeah, like, it's not a word that gets thrown around at all. Because, like, a white person, an Asian person, a Hispanic person, or a white Hispanic person could argue, um, and I've heard this plenty of times, well, you know, where I grew up, there was a lot of black people and they used the word and I got comfortable and it just ended up in my vocabulary. That's a very common excuse. It's not a good one. It's, there's no excuse at all for using the N word if you're not black, but it is something that I've heard. In this case, it's like, who used this around you? What context? What what was going on? Yeah, exactly. Like uh, the one you just said, like the N word excuse, that's like, like outdated like you know what i mean like like, it's like okay like it's outdated like that's the point it's like especially like after the past few years like i think a lot of people have learned and don't use it anymore but at the same time it's like if you shouldn't have never used it like this time if you're still using it like i don't have word like that's why i don't have words and then with this word it's like what the hell what the hell like like what, you like, dug deep what, for this Where one. did you hear this word for it to come out of your mouth? Like, no one should ever say the N-word, but, like, obviously, I would never be like, where did this person hear this word? Right, because you hear it all yeah, the time. You see it all over Twitter, like, you just hear it all, all the time, like, in songs and everything, um, which still doesn't make it right to use it. But I'm just like, where did this man hear this word? That's what, I think that's what's so mind-blowing to me is that this word is such, like, it's so hateful and it's not like you don't hear it every day so like when someone's using it like like they're using it out of hate if that makes sense and he probably didn't i'm not saying he did it's probably a word he heard and he does not hear every once in a while for it to come out of his mouth like that that's Mm -hmm. what's so shocking to me like like what like oh my god it's just i don't i don't even know did the guy he was talking to say anything? 
I haven't um, seen anything from the other person that was on that live stream. That's or I didn't, if he did respond in that video, I was probably so dumbfounded yeah. by what I heard from Myers that I didn't even hear what the other guy said. Yeah. Insane. Wow. Well, he definitely, hopefully learned his lesson. I know. I, I, I hope so, too. Um, because at the end of the day, he's still a public figure, and he has a responsibility with his platform. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you have a responsibility to your team as well. Like, this this just can't happen again. So I, I genuinely meant it when I said I hope that cultural diversity program helps. Yeah, I think it will. I mean, if he pays, it'll help him if he pays attention to it and wants to learn. Yeah, exactly. That's the key. He has to want mm-hmm. to learn, has to want to change. Yeah. On a lighter note, Cassandra and I decided that we're going to focus on two women for International Women's History Month for all of March. So each episode this month will focus on two women at the end of the episode, you know, just highlight some of their accolades and stuff like that, like we did last week with um, Sue Bird and Michelle Kwan. So I chose WNBA star and activist Maya Moore for this week. So Maya Moore has two NCAA titles from UConn. She was a 2011 WNBA Rookie of the Year. She's a four-time WNBA champion. She was the 2013 Finals MVP, the 2014 uh, WNBA MVP, and she's a six-time All-Star. It's a mouthful. Um, Maya, like, star is an understatement for Maya Moore. But in 2019, she actually stepped away from the WNBA to dedicate her time to family, ministry, and um, more publicly, criminal justice reform. So she actually just announced this past Wednesday on Good Morning America that she will not be returning to the WNBA for this upcoming season as she will be continuing her work off the court. So that's another year she'll be taking away to focus on more important things. Um, She made numerous headlines last year after she aided in the release of Jonathan Irons. For a year and a half, she worked with a team to overturn Irons' conviction. He had been convicted of burglary and assault with a deadly weapon when he was just 16 years old, and that was back in 1998. He was originally sentenced to 50 years. Imagine being a 16-year-old and you're sentenced to 50 years in prison. And some of the, um, I'm not like super well-versed in the case, but I know that there was some funny business with the evidence. So it wasn't even a fair trial. And he was a minor. So she got him, she helped with his release. And that was huge. It was all over the news. And soon after that, Maya and Jonathan got married. And they have continued to push for criminal justice reform ever since. So Maya wins on and off the court. And that's why she's my pick this week. Wow, that's a good pick. Okay, it's 
not that it's better than mine, but I think <laughs> it's much more meaningful than mine. I'm embarrassed to read mine now. If it matters to you, it's meaningful. That's all that matters. Okay, so I chose a sports broadcaster. She's a sideline reporter, but I'll tell you who it is after my explanation. I chose her because I actually met her, and she's actually like well-known, and she was so nice and offered advice and her help, and she literally did not have to. So she's on. She's a CBS sideline reporter for the NFL, Tracy Wolfson. Mm -hmm. so when i was interning with cbs sports actually no she's great there's um a show um and it's a all female show on cbs sports which she hosts she's like the headliner for that so i think that's pretty cool because it's literally all females and they they let me produce like help produce it with them one day uh-huh. at cbs and then i met them after and i i met uh andrea kramer swing cash um tracy wilson all of them and she was like just like oh what's your name the stat if you need like any advice and then she's like oh let's take a picture um and she was just very helpful and i feel like you don't come across like a lot of people that are that helpful right. because like obviously i told her what i wanted to do and then um, she was like, oh, well, if you ever need advice, she was like, shoot me a tweet, shoot me an email, like anything. And she was just so nice. And the other ones were nice, too. But she, like, stood out to me. And she's so well-known. Like, I don't know if you remember when the broadcaster got, like, bombarded at the Super Bowl. Yes. I that do. was her. And she was, like, so petite. And, and yeah, and she she started, like, um, an all-female show. So That's always nice when you meet um someone in your field that is either well established you look up to whatever it is and they exceed your expectations it's just such a good feeling that's why she was like she just like left a lasting you know mark on me and I was like wow like she's nice I love it that was a good pick I like that pick thank you sentimental thank you Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Season 2, Episode 3 of Did You Catch That with Cassie and Chrissy. Make sure that you're subscribed to us here on Spotify and that you're following us on Twitter and Instagram at DYCT Podcast. Again, that's DYCT Podcast, and you will hear from us next week.